Well, we have been going through the book of Acts, and we've been, um, I think we got down through chapter 13, and most of what we're going to read about today, um, all the way through uh, chapter, all, all through chapter 14, is, is continued accounts of Paul and Barnabas and their missionary journeys, and Excuse me. Again, we we find them uh, doing what we've talked about before. How they they get into a new area. They they go to the the synagogue, and Paul begins to to, to preach and to talk, and things start to happen. And uh, um, so most of what we will do here is is reading just reading through this, uh, so that we can you know can can digest it a little bit. Uh, and then when we get to, if we get into it today, we may not, uh, chapter 15, um, we'll, we'll talk about the Jerusalem Council some and, uh, and, and what they accomplished and, and what they sent back to the Gentiles. But uh, we need to, to certainly wrap up and finish up these, these missionary journeys that Paul has been on and uh, get a full account of what took place uh, in that process. And we'll see if we have anything that we can discuss along the way. Uh, there's there's not a lot of discussion I think that we'll probably have, but then again, I don't know. Sometimes sometimes we uh we go we go places we don't expect to go. It's like a Wednesday night we I went off all, all kinds kinds of places I didn't expect to go. And uh some of it may have been good, some of it may not have been so good, but we but we covered a lot of things. Uh, so let's go ahead and just start reading through uh, chapter 14 in the book of Acts and see where it takes us. <clears throat> so in chapter 14, verse 1, it says, Now at Iconium they entered together into the Jewish synagogue and spoke in such a way that a great number of both Jews and Greeks believed. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brothers. So they remained for a long time speaking boldly for the Lord, who bore witness to the word of his grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. But the people of the city were divided. Some sided with the Jews and some with the apostles. When an attempt was made by both Gentiles and Jews with the rulers to mistreat them and to stone them, they learned of it and, and fled to Lystra, and Derby, cities of like this word always trips me up, Lycaonia, and the surrounding country, and there they continued to preach the gospel. So we have another situation where they're in the synagogues. We have the the, the account of them them preaching, and and we find that people are believing again as as they they make the case for who Christ is, and they make the case for interpreting the old uh, the Old Testament scriptures correctly. Things happen, but then you have this undercurrent of the unbelieving Jews. And again, we talk about this all the time. They've missed it. They don't get it. They don't agree with it. And so they go in and they stir up the Gentiles and they try to, 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 to poison their minds, as the scriptures say, against the brothers. And, and that caused them to stay and to continue to preach and continue to speak more boldly and continue to try and, uh, and, and, and get them to understand. And this, in the end, the city was, was divided. Um, it's, 
you know, I, I think we should take heart when we realize the difficulty that even Paul and Barnabas had with their knowledge, with their devotion, with their dedication, the difficulty that they had reaching people. They were on a mission that God had sent them on. And even on an ordained mission by God, striving to obey him in every step of the way, they're facing opposition, they're facing uh, you know, uprisings, they're facing those who are trying to stone them, they're facing all sorts of persecution and trouble. And, and if we can't take heart in understanding and knowing the challenges that they went through when we try to witness to others and we try to follow God, um, I don't know where we can find, find encouragement. Uh, because this, this to me says <coughs> they can, <coughs> that, that if they faced it, we're going to face it. <coughs> and the fact that they, my goodness. <coughs> Somebody else want to talk for a minute? <laughs> That's okay. I think I got it. <clears throat> Here we go. We'll, we'll try it anyway. I might need it when I'm preaching, though. <laughs> there, <laughs> there we go. If Can I throw them at people? Sure. Okay. Sure. All right. <laughs> Would it? <laughs> you, you just. There we go. That's right. <laughs> Just remember, Shannon's a Okay. <laughs> well, I, I just had this uh, this picture of a circus seal <laughs> that would fish. You know? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not going to work at all. No, this is this is this is already. Wow. It, it could happen. You're right. <laughs> Don't yell pull. What has happened? <laughs> I look to you, Betsy, for help. Okay. <laughs> All crystals fall. Is it okay? <laughs> yeah, and I appreciate that. <clears throat> you did. It went downhill quickly from there, but I think I allowed it. Um, yeah, it will be a challenge this morning. <clears throat> but anyway, I, again, we'll go back to what I said. I think we can, we can, we should take heart and find encouragement in the fact that that they were endeavoring to do what God called them to do and yet they were still finding all of this 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 difficulty this this resistance um, and and you would almost hope <clears throat> that if God has called them to go into these cities to preach the gospel that God would have prepared the hearts of the people there to receive it and yet they run into this why, why do you think that, that that's the case? I'm just, I'm just curious. I, I don't have a good answer, but I'm wondering if anybody else does because we, we know what God can do. We've seen what God can do. We, we saw what God did to the Apostle Paul to open his heart. And we're going to talk about that actually a, a good bit this morning during the, during the, the message. But, but we, we know how powerful God is, and yet he has said, go here, and it seems as though everyone's not quite ready to hear this. There were some that were ready. There were some that were ready. Just like Paul was one time not ready. 
and yet people were led to Paul to their demise. But ultimately, he was turned. And so we could, we could always assume that some of those that were our believers were part of God's plan as well. Yeah, and, and could it, and, and I guess it, it, we could also say that um, those who didn't believe at least seeds were planted. Uh, because he because because well and you think think about Paul again we know that that when he was present at the stoning of Stephen he heard all that Stephen had to say and all of those had to be seeds that were planted um, so you know so 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 there's who's again who who can understand the mind of God right uh, yeah. thing I think that it, that it does show us is is that 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 free will exists that that each and every individual is truly responsible for stopping and answering the call it is God who changes the heart but it is us who answers the call and allows God to work when we accept Jesus and when we say yes I believe that opens that door for God to work on your heart. And I don't want, again, I'm, I'm finding myself veering into sermon territory this morning. Um, but, but it's, it, but it, it is, you can't, you can't take free will out of the equation because if God had his way, if you will, everybody would be saved, right? In a perfect world, Paul wouldn't have been needed. In a perfect world, Paul wouldn't have been needed. Yeah. 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 When you first started speaking about it, I kept coming back to the analogy of seed. I was thinking, you know, the soul, Jesus, when he was telling the parable, the soul would receive, you know, some of it's going to drop. That's right, yeah. It's going to drop in places where, you know, it's just not going to take. And, you know, I mean, possibly, you know, there's people, as you're saying, that years later, you know, they, they remembered that. They were able to, we all know that, but, you know, years later they were able to come back to that and say, you know what? Now I get it. Now I get it. Now it makes sense. And and, and I, I yeah, I think I think that every everyone's correct there. Do you have something, Betsy? Okay. People I think sometimes think that 
if they are, you know, doing God's will. If they're where they're supposed to be and they're, you know, then everything should be fine. <laughs> and sometimes the polar opposite is true because sometimes if you are where you're supposed to be, where you were sent, doing exactly what you're supposed to do, then the devil is going to oppose you vehemently because, I mean, think about this. He knows what's going on here. He doesn't want the gospel. To Absolutely not. Want. You know, and I, I've actually known people. I knew a lady who, uh, she worked in the Christian school I went to, and she quit coming to church because she said that her and her husband got along better when she wasn't going to church. And I just thought, well, duh. I mean. <laughs> but, well, I always say there's a reason why in Scripture you, you read about the baptism of Christ and then immediately you, talk, you read about him being tempted by Satan. There's, there's, you know, Satan, Satan will, he will, he will, will, will hit the, uh, what's the old night, right? Turbo boost kit, right? He'll hit, he'll hit the turbo boost button and come after you for force. And that also ties into the seed analogy, because in the parable of the seed and the sower, it says when the seed is sown, some, you know, immediately the thief comes to try to steal away. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You got to think, I mean, you're, if you're God's catapult approaching Satan's walls, where's Satan going to direct all his arrows? Absolutely. You're not going to do it to the people that can't climb the walls. You're going to go after the ones that knock them down. He is. Yeah, these are great in that. This is great this morning. See, see, we don't know where we're going to go with this. Yeah, this is really good stuff. I like it. <clears throat> so, so our, so we should take away from that clearly that, like you said, when. If if you if you believe and and that and that winds up being far too often one of the things that that causes people to not stick with Christianity and and clearly if you don't stick with Christianity you're not saved to begin with but people want to try Jesus because they get this idea they get this thought in their head that by doing so their life is just going to get better. And, and, and there's a lot of truth to that. But the challenges may increase. The difficulty may increase. And if you listen to Scripture and you listen to what Jesus said, if you are truly following Him, you will be persecuted. You will have difficulty. You will go through things that you never went through before. And it's all going to be because of Him. Are you ready for that? You know? Jesus himself also laid you that told you, or he told them, blessed are you. Be happy. Exactly. Be happy if that's happening because you're going to be really blessed. I mean, you're, you're, on, you're, you're on the right path. Yeah, blessed are those who are persecuted, suffer and persecute on my name. Or, yes. Yeah. Exactly. There's a, there, there's a promise there. And it's not a promise that... Uh, was it uh, Matt Chandler always said? He said, "Follow Jesus; it could end badly," and and that's not necessarily a bad thing, because um, it you know it didn't it didn't necessarily end all that well for John the Baptist, right? You know, Jesus there was he had his his time had come, and uh, so don't look for what what'd you say uh, rainbows and puppies and flowers is that what yeah yeah. Light pops in rainbows, everything that's yeah. 
this is a weird class today. <laughs> What's that? It's just a weird class. Is that what it is? Okay. All right. Exactly. Unique. I'll, I'll go along with. I will. And I. And of course, of course, Jim Jones has, has walked out of the room for a while. So, you know, he he doesn't. He, he's he's not part of this broad brush stroke I'm painting here today. Oh, so we've only got a couple more minutes here. Um, there's a lot here in this next uh, group of verses with Paul and Barnabas at Lystra. Uh, let's see if we can read down through this anyway. Uh, in verse 8, it says, Now at Lystra there was a man sitting who could not use his feet. He was crippled from birth and had never walked. He listened to Paul speaking, and Paul, looking intently at him and seeing that he had faith to be made well, said in a loud voice, stand upright on your feet. And he sprang up and began walking. And when the crowd saw what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices, <clears throat> saying in, in Lycaonian, the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. Barnabas, they called Zeus, and Paul, Hermes, because he was the chief speaker. And the priest of Zeus whose temple was at the entrance to the city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates and wanted to offer sacrifice with the crowds. But when the, when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of it, they tore their garments and rushed out into the crowd, crying out, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men of like nature with you, and we bring you good news that you should turn from these vain things to a living God who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. In past generations, he allowed all the nations to walk in their own ways. Yet he did not leave himself without witness, for he did good by giving you rains from heaven and fruitful seasons, satisfying your hearts with food and gladness. Even with these words, they scarcely restrained the people from offering sacrifice to them. So in this situation, it wasn't that they didn't hear or they didn't that they weren't ready or they didn't listen. It was they looked on the miracle that the apostles accomplished by having the, the crippled man be able to walk. And they tried to equate what they saw with the knowledge that they had. Their knowledge at that time was simply we've been we've been worshiping these these gods Zeus and Hermes and 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 so you must be them you must be what we know and so they they weren't they they weren't intellectually prepared to understand what was taking place now there's a, there's a fair amount of discussion we could probably have here but I find it interesting that it's in verse nine it says that. He listened to Paul speaking and Paul looking intently at him and seeing that he had faith to be made well. Paul could look at him and tell that he had faith. That's an interesting thing to me, that Paul had the ability to discern by looking at this man that he had faith. This is something that's interesting to me because that's a gift that Paul had to be given by the Holy Spirit to be able to discern that. 
Uh, and and that, that to me is, it, it tells us how intently Paul was in tune, I think, with the Holy Spirit and being able to listen to the Holy Spirit's guidance. And so he sees him, he sees that he had the faith to be made well, and he just tells him to stand up. And he does. And it leads to this, this onslaught of the crowds worshiping them and, and calling them gods. And so look at the way that Paul confronts this. He confronts it by giving them some basic knowledge. He says, why are you doing these things? He says, we are also men of like nature with you, and we bring you good news. Turn from these vain things to a living God. And now let me tell you what that living God has done for you. He made the heavens. He made the earth. He made the sea and all that's in them. So he's giving them a Bible lesson. He's giving them a background. He's giving them some foundations of who God is. And he's talking about that when you have, uh, have had your crops, you have to realize it is God who has, has, has caused the rain to fall upon them from heaven. And when you've had your fruitful seasons, it is God that has provided these things. And so he's trying to introduce them and give them a basis and a foundation that they can build upon. Uh, but he also, you also see in verse 18, even with these words, they scarcely restrained the people from offering sacrifice to them. So they continued to go by what they what they knew and what they had been brought up with. supposed to do that. Yes. No, no, I think I appreciate the observation. And uh, it, it's, they were, <laughs> Paul and Barnabas were going to be true to God. Yes. No matter what. They were going to be true to God. And so, and so in order to do that, they, they have to say, don't look at us. You know, look to God. Look to God. Well, he did so give that history lesson. He says, "Look, we know basically. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, you prayed to your gods. He let you do your thing, and he gave you water and crops. He made God. Yes, your gods. Right. That's what he's saying. And he blessed you all regardless. But now you're hearing the truth. Yeah. So kind of wake up. Your gods know nothing." 
we're going to talk this morning uh, during the message about about knowledge. Um, and uh, I hope it makes sense. We're going to talk about heart knowledge, head knowledge versus heart knowledge. And I think you'll find some some connections here <clears throat> with what we discussed this morning. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up. It's 1045. And uh, let's go ahead and, and, uh, and dismiss and we'll head on in there. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this morning. Lord, thank you for the discussion that we've had here. Father, we thank you for your word. And Lord, we're so grateful for what it means to us and for the opportunity to study it. Um, Lord, I just pray that you'll be with us this morning and be with the service as we depart from this room. And um, Lord, just uh, help us this morning to uh, to be to be cognizant of you, to be aware of you. Uh, Lord, we just pray that, that those who are in attendance this morning will hear the message you want them to hear. And we just pray that uh, existing relationships will be strengthened. And uh, just as important, Lord, we pray that new relationships will be formed. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.